Last week we started on the topic. Last week is topic. That I know I, I do not I won't finish. You know I don't finish them anyway. But here's the bottom line. There are things that God has highlighted for me, for us as a church. Number one is holiness. Number two is fasting. So that we can move to the dimensions that God wants us to go into. So I highlighted a little bit about holiness yesterday. Or rather last week. So this week I'm going to try and short circuit my talk on holiness. But at least give you handles or tools to work through it. But before I get there, I want to ask you a question. What kind of sermons should churches be preaching at this point? I don't know what's your answer to that. But I want to give you an idea. Let's go to the book of 2 Timothy. And chapter 3. I'm reading from verse 1. I'll read the whole of it and you don't have to read it. You will fall. In your own Bible, I get it. says, But know this. Know this. Which means your own ignorance of the following facts will be your own downfall. Because the Bible expects you to know this, to consider it. It says, in the last days, perilous times will come. Partners will come. Men will be lovers of themselves. Lovers of money. Posters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. Let me repeat that one. Disobedient to parents whilst they claiming to be Christians. Unthankful, unholy. Did you hear that? And what? Unholy. It says unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, despisers of God. They despise God despite claiming to be Christians. They will be headstrong. 
Na my health strong. In other words, they will be they will be rebellious. If you try to discipline them, who are you? In fact, my season is over in this church. Because they are headstrong, they'll be church hopping. They, they will not understand authority and submission. Are you still there? They are haughty, they are lovers of pleasure rather than loving God. Having a form of godliness but denying its power. Bible from such people turn away. What if they are here now? What if you are one of them? Even from such people, how are you going to feel when we have to turn away from you? On the instruction of the Bible, not because we are judging you. Because already the Bible has made a pronouncement of on our behavior towards you. But then again, the Bible says such people will gather preachers who will preach what their itching ears want to hear. Not the truth. So my question is what kind of preaching should be preached in the church now? Because it's the last days. And my answer is very simple. All the preaching that helps you not to be like those people we must turn away from. You know that it is the truth. We must never put ourselves in a position to preach to satisfy you. So here's the simple thing. This year, expect some offense. Eh? Not because we hate you, but because we love you enough to keep you on the right track. And if you are offended, we are happy for you to leave. At least we won't have tender 
against you, you would have turned yourself. You would have saved us the problem of turning away from you. If you say so, I'm still saying the right thing. But do understand you will be offended. Because all of us, including myself, cherish certain sins in our hearts. And if we don't confront those things, we are doomed. We are doomed. Maybe we should start extending preaching time. Honestly, I mean, I struggle with this thing. Eh? I, I struggle with it. And whenever I think I can... Last week I didn't finish the sermon. That other week. In fact, since last year, how many sermons have I not finished? So we're talking about holiness is a must. Holiness is a what? It's a must. Don't give excuses from now So for the sake of knowing that I won't do justice to the subject, there are four things we need to consider about holiness. If we are going to live a holy life. Number one, Number one is the holiness of God. That God is holy and he does not allow unholiness to approach him. But we'll discuss that. Number two is that we have, we, we discussed this last week, we have endowed holiness or given holiness or imputed holiness. Remember last week we spoke about that. So that when we approach God, we are already what? Holy. You remember that? You don't have to work for holiness. Jesus Number three we said, now that's our part, our responsibility for holiness. We don't make ourselves holy, but we strive to walk in the holiness Jesus has given us. And then number four is the implications of holiness or lack thereof. Number four, my implications, 
If we lack holiness, then we are you still there, Saint? Hallelujah. I want us to read 2 Timothy 2 from verse 20 to 23. I have three pages. I'm not even. Hopefully by 11, I will be three pages off. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, and some for honor and some for dishonor. In a great house, are different what? Vessels. Some are for honor and some for this honor. you have different dishes. Like we are very special. Amen. You have all kinds of dishes, isn't it? There are those dishes you feed your dog with. Those are for this. And there are those when the VIP is coming. I don't know if they still take out the China these days. Is China still relevant? There was a time when it was relevant. Then China was not a Hong Kong. Most of you don't know what I'm talking about. Those ones, your kids can just go to the cupboard and take out peering. I shouldn't say peering. I don't think most of them understand what peering is. They will experience Afghanistan on their Ah, this day is Tupperware. Amen. Are you there, saints? Amen. Now listen to verse 21. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, what is the latter? Dishonor. He will be a vessel of honor, sanctified, which means made holy, and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Flee also from youthful lust, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord of, out of a pure heart. That is for young people. Verse 20. Flee from what? So it tells you that young people, you have evil desires in your heart. It's not just you, even older people. But you are easier victims. But I'm not talking about young people. I'm talking about the fact that 
When you cleanse yourself, did you hear what he says? It says then it uses this word useful to the master if they have what cleanse themselves question what is the opposite of useful useless are you sure that's the right English is he useful if if a person does not cleanse himself or herself from the dishonorable actions what are they to the master useless when you look on your left and your right, what do you see? What kind of a vessel to the master do you see? Don't answer, just look. That's the easy part, isn't it? How shall in the mirror, what do you see? When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Uh, don't, don't answer. Hallelujah. Answer yourself. Because the master is looking for useful Vessels. those who are going to be vessels that are useful the Bible says they have been made holy and they have cleansed themselves in other words they have taken the responsibility for their own holiness are you still there? You must go back home again today. Clean the mirror. Just in case you don't think you see ghosts. And look into it. And say you. You. From today. You better be a vessel of honor. You better cleanse yourself. Must be like Michael Jackson's song. How many of you know which song I'm talking about? Some of you know. Others don't even know that. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. What am I asking him? What am I asking him? 
I'm asking him to change his ways. Better go and talk to the men in the mirror. I don't want to be a vessel of this Amen. Ah, let's hope now we'll get somewhere. Are we still okay? Okay. So let's just revise as we go along. We read last week in Hebrews 10.10 10, again. Where it says, And by that will we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. You remember that? Amen. Are you aware? So you don't have to try and work to make yourself holy. You are already holy. You need to learn to walk in what you have been made. That's what we said last week again. Hebrews 10, 14, we said, for one, by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. Again. And then we said, if you look at the two verses, the other one says you are made holy once for all. The other one says you are being made. Are you following? The being made is the process of sanctification. It's what God does to take your sins away one by one until you are like Jesus. Are you still there? I'll go and preach somewhere in Uganda. When I preach there, nobody sleeps. Amen. Because when you come, you hear there's an international speaker. You are not even aware you are an international speaker. So Jesus has made you holy. The Holy Spirit continue to transform you into more like Jesus. So Hebrews chapter 7.25 it says, talking about Jesus, therefore he is able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him since he always lived to make intercession for them. So Jesus is able to complete you in him. And this is where we ended last week. Make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see God. Those are the quincy without holiness no one will see so now I'm reading we are continuing so this is where today's sermon starts 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 
We read him from verse 3 to 7. Is it there? It is God's will that you should be sanctified. Are you hearing what it says? It is God's will that you should be what? What does sanctified mean? Made holy. That you should avoid, so it tells you what God wants you to do to be holy. You should avoid sexual immorality. That each of you should learn to control your body in a way that is holy. Sister, be read that again. Hallelujah. And honorable. Not in passionate lust like the pagans. Not so good. Who do not know God. And that in this matter, no one should wrong or take advantage of a brother or sister. This, this is another sermon that we should all talk about. Let me give you a modern understanding of this. No one in the church should sexually or emotionally test drive their sister or brother. You propose a girl. You busy caressing her. You dump her. You go to another one. The Bible says we must not defraud one another in that way. Don't test drive people because those who are going to marry them will have to do their panel beating. That's why we have problems in marriage. How to have a marriage? Because Jonas test drove you. The Lord will punish all those who commit such sins. He's not talking about sinners. As we told you and warned you before. For God did not call us to be impure. But to live a holy life. Are we still there? I'm trying not to rush it so that at least what we cover in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 2 Paul writes to the church of God in Corinth to those sanctified what does sanctified mean? made holy to those sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be what? his holy 
people, together with all those everywhere who call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. Paul writes to which church here? You know, the Corinthian church was the worst. Immoral church. But Paul, when he addresses them, he says, You have been sanctified. And you are called to be holy. Once he has made them aware that God has sanctified them, and called them to be holy. He starts sassarizing them. I can't even address you as spiritual people. You are so carnal. He just said they are what? They are sanctified. Now he tells them but you are carnal. A man sleeps with his father's wife. Amongst you there is a level of immorality that is not even reported of amongst the Gentiles and the pagans. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm not an evangelist. Ne? You understand? So, how can I anoint you just now? Hallelujah. But preaching what is in the Bible. Are you and I are not just bringing this thing. They are in the Bible. Hallelujah. <laughs> but he has just said to them, sanctified people of God. Are you following? Hallelujah. Do you understand the difference? Jesus made them sanctified, but they are not taking responsibility for their holiness. And so he says to them, God will punish you. Are you still? Gavin says. Are we okay? Uh-huh. If we are okay, let's just continue. So if there is no desire in our hearts to live a holy life, then we should question if we are truly born again. He has a quotation. It says, What a strange kind of salvation do they desire that care not of holiness? How can someone say, I want to be born again? Or I am born again. But you do not desire to be born again. What kind of salvation? They would be saved by Christ and yet be out of Christ in a fleshly slave state. 
You are born again by Christ. But outside of Christ. They would have their, this is my favorite part. They would have their sins forgiven. Not that they may walk with God in love. In time to come. But that they may practice their enmity against him, against God, without any fear of punishment. I'm a child of God. God loves me. My sins are forgiven. Even though I sinned, a righteous man falls seven times. Listen, you are not supposed to fall seven times. That's an Old Testament. You are supposed to be led by the Spirit of God. And you convinced yourself that because there is grace, I can sin freely without fearing God's punishment. Now I don't mind stopping. When a fellow seems to enjoy what I'm saying. When a fellow enjoy our intention from this. Now we listen to Zach. You know when people look at you with those eyes. You are not better than me. I don't mind. I have to tell you the truth. As much as I'm telling myself. Because both heaven and hell are in. Are you there? Should I try to rush that? For the sake of those that are already judging me. So a desire for holiness in us is created by the Holy Spirit. It is the work of grace. It is the work of the Holy Spirit. It is the word of the living word of God. What God has born again is what gets us sanctified or holy. It is read verses for you to understand. What saved us is what will make us holy. Amen. Okay. So let's just read through. Number one, let's start with the spirit of God. What we want to show you is that you were saved by the spirit of God. You will be sanctified by the spirit of God. It has sense. Okay, let's continue. Now we're running. John 3 5. Jesus answered, 
Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. What must he be born of? Water and spirit. So you are born of the spirit of God. Romans 15, 16. That I might be a minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering of the Gentiles might be acceptable, sanctified by the Holy, saved by the Holy Spirit, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Are you still there? Amen. Tell your the, the spirit is willing. But the flesh is. Let's leave it. So you understand. Saved by the Spirit. Sanctified by the. Let's go to the grace of God. For by grace you have been saved through faith. By grace you have been saved. Are you there? Then Titus tells us, uh, 2.11, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us to deny what? Ungodly lives and worldly lust, so that we should live soberly, righteously, and godly lives in the present Age. So we are purified by what? By grace. Are you still there? The word of God. First Peter 1.23 Having been born again. Not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible. Through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. So Lamdim, we are saved by the word of God. Hallelujah. Now, John 17, 17 says, Sanctify, in other words, make them yeah. holy by your truth, for your word is truth. truth. Are you there, Saint? Hey, Linda, I'm almost there. Thank you for encouraging me. Holiness is a demand. If we are going to truly fellowship with God and personally experience his abiding presence. Not just manifestations. We want to pray and believe God to answer. But the Bible is on record saying that what we do hinders our prayers. So without holiness, your prayers are what? Psalm 66. If I had not confessed the sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. In the NIV, if I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. That I wanted to put in, but I want to put this one. Proverbs 28, verse 9. One who turns away his ear from hearing the law. What is the law? The word of God. Even his prayer is an abomination. Who to 
uthi lona ongalaleli izwa nkulunkulu ngisho imithandazo yakhe uNkulunkulu akayizwa Are you there Amen So let's look at personal responsibility then this one is finished we'll just read through it Personal responsibility this is what it means I give you a person Don't know next time we'll cover this in details I'm just giving you an idea Next time sizoyenza nje yonke siqedelele The reason we are not holy Isizathi sokuthi singabingcwele in our walk is ekhambeni kwethu is because we have wrong attitudes Ngoba sina attitude embi and those who become holy who cleanse themselves who become useful to their master have the right attitude is that okay so I'm just going to read through the wrong attitude self justification Ah, you know, I'm not perfect so what go to Jesus to make you perfect amen Cruella fana ka di excuse ta. O ke re batho ka o fela. Lena lena ke a tshana meng. Yekela ukuphana ama excuse ushele ukuthi sonke siyabantu nami ngiyashaya enyameni. Ke masatshini nami mu. Ubani ongashi. Sheba sheba sheba. Bekana. Abona wona mutha all of us burn, right? Sonke siyasha. So don't give excuses. Cela usingasiphi imbandela. Conforming to the norm around us. These are wrong attitudes. When you join with people who don't like holiness, you're going to end up unholy. Stay away from Bazalwani who never say, let's pray, let's do this. They are When you get to their home, they are, they, are, they are watching wrong things, wrong wrong, things. And, and they like ah, don't worry I mean, no man it's life gotta be cool you, know? you don't have to be so tired come on they say chill leave them they are wrong norms half hearted repentance if you repent repent Regretting missing the pleasure of the flesh. That's what most of you don't understand. Isn't it? And I've explained this one before, but you still don't understand it. You know, sometimes you regret the opportunity you missed. Should I give you an example? And don't remember it, just understand and then forget it about. You are not married. You get this girl. She's an easy target. And as you know, hey, the mainstay says, ride on, brother. <laughs> Okay, others understand what I'm saying. The others don't. Guys. And then the Holy Spirit says, How can I do such an evil thing before my God? And then you feel stupid because now, you're going to meet with your friends, but oh, 
friends are going to ridicule you for not sleeping with that girl. And then one day you hear a guy coming to to testify. If I can tell you where I come from. Hey! I slept. I don't know if how many girls. I think I would sleep with about three or two, five a day. I think I think But the grace of God. When you are thinking, when you are bang, I, I, I missed even the one opportunity. And this guy, here he is. He's getting saved after finishing all the girls. And me, I didn't even slaughter one sheep. Never regret not doing unholy things. Does that make sense? You can forget the example. Are we there? Ignorance of God's attributes. I won't dwell on it. I'll come to it one day. Let us grieve over our sins and not justify them. Right attitudes. Watch and pray. If you are going to be holy, watch and if you watch and you pray, you won't fall into temptation. Acknowledge and appropriate the work of grace. Shan wrong company. Be accountable about your private life. accountable for Even if you struggle with pornography, speak to someone. If you struggle with lust, speak to someone. Discipline your eyes. Discipline Job says, I've made a covenant with my eyes. Decide to, I'm no longer watching SNLV. Because how shall it I'm telling you from where I come from myself. You are watching, ne? And you deliberately decided I'm going to watch 18 SNVL. And don't worry, when you have not done it, I have done it. And then, When they start doing the act, and they just show here, it's like you can turn the camera. I want to see. discipline you. Rather watch cartoons. It helps you. You all understand. I don't have to go deeper. Because some of you are, have done it or are still doing it. Discipline your body. 
Discipline and humble your soul in fastings. Pursue righteousness with godly people. When you see holy people in the life of the church, get close to people like that who love prayer, who love the word. Don't think people, they will judge you. Oh, why are you a spiritual holier than thou? Go to the right people who will help you. Somebody must be happy to hear these words. Two points are left. I thought you'd say, yeah! Hate your sins, not yourself. Zonda is Zonozako Highwayna. Ungazi Zondiwena, Uzonde is. One day we should talk about that. You condemn yourself, you're like, what kind of a Christian am I? I'm useless. No, you're not. Timina, I'm useless. You want to condemn this? No, don't condemn this. Deal with the law of sin in your body. And finally, Thank you for your grace, Bazalane. Shan evil. Balegela isono. Sese fabu bine. Kurla ukari. Uma uzwa. I watched. Uh, uh, in fact, I was not watching. I was sitting with someone who was watching. Okay. Bebe bugele. So my wife and I are sitting at the table. Uh, Yes, but the And then someone is watching a soap. I think it was a soap. You know what you watch affects how you feel. So as they are watching, you know those things like Friday 13 movies. Horror movies. Anyway, now you are like, hey, where now? Hallelujah. Run away, they are going to kill you. The point is, there's a director there. The point, yes. When you are watching a movie, there's a director. So this person is watching. It's like, hey, lo. Hey, lo. I hate him. How do you get to a place? I hate him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you aware that you are sitting in the council of the wicked? TV is counseling you towards wickedness. When you start saying, the spirit of forgiveness is no longer in your heart. You no longer value the sanctity of life.